0: Guys, real quick before the intro gets going, I want to remind you that this is a free podcast. It's one of the things that I uh, love about it. I love making it free, available to everyone. That's one of the great things we can all agree uh, about podcasting. It does take uh, time, energy, and uh, the work of people. Aside from me to get it done, as you know, I have never uh, really worked with a sponsor before, but I do have a sponsor that I want to give a shout out to in this episode. Uh, It is HostGator. I know that probably you think to yourself, that must mean a company that specializes in hosting alligators. Let me correct you right now. It's actually the best place to get a website. They offer premium web hosting at low costs. Grab a .NET it's the best way to get a killer domain name that's not 180 characters. Uh, these guys are available 24-7 365 days a year. Uh, you can chat. You can do email support. They offer hosting for any size site with shared VPS and delicate, dedicated servers. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what any of that means uh, because I'm super un-web savvy. Uh, perhaps these are the people who can come in, clear that up, and uh, help you out on your way. Because I'm not going to be the person to design your site, guys. I think we all know that based on my total lack of technological savvy. Uh, we could, they can move the site for you if you want to transfer. Um, and if you head over to coastgator.com, you buy some hosting, get some .nets, and use the coupon code JVClub to get an extra 30% off and support the show. Again, uh, I do need to acknowledge them as sponsors because they are making it possible for me to get t-shirts made um, get some production costs for the podcast, uh, covered and, uh, hopefully, uh, hook you guys up with some websites. So thanks to host Gator. And, uh, thanks to you guys for listening to that. Here comes the intro right now. Hey guys, welcome to episode 84 of the JV club with the marvelous Starly kind. I am such an enormous fan of Starly's. I gotta be honest with you. I think at the beginning of the podcast, I was so excited to have her that I feel I was like Excitedly interrupting her a lot. I think I calmed down a little bit further into the episode, but I just am such a huge fan of hers. Uh, you probably know her work from, among other places, This American Life. And she was kind enough to come to my hotel room when I was staying in New York and podcast with me. You will hear uh, some fun interruptions by her dog, O Papa. And uh, as you know, I am in New Zealand currently, so I am pre recording this uh, intro, so I don't have shout outs, but I feel certain I will be getting caught up with them when I get back from out of town. And uh in the meantime, I invite you to imagine me uh hanging out with some wonderful Kiwis and some Aussies uh down under and uh in New Zealand and I will talk to you more when I get back. Thanks guys. Now entering nerdist.com Let's do it. I got a dog under one hand. I got a microphone on the other. <laughs> we're all set. He's just that let, lad, he rolls. Um, so, we were just talking about, uh, just before I started this, we were talking about how, um, like, my theory about why there are so many loose huskies <laughs> in uh, Los Angeles. Start with a. I did know that you were from California, stereotype. but I didn't know that you were yeah. from LA. Well,
1: I'm from the. I mean, I, my, usually I followed up with suburbs of LA. Okay. I and mean, I'm from Whittier. Okay. So it's technically L.A. County.
0: It's technically L.A. County. Is Whittier... Te- is Whittier... No, but it's not, the, it's not Orange County, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, LA, it's L.A. It's County. So no one... Technically L.A. County, no one refers to Whittier as the OC. Yeah, but...
1: Well, because <laughs> it definitely doesn't feel like the OC. I, it feels more like Orange County than L.A. County, but it does not feel like the OC. Okay. The OC seems... connotes something different. But it feels like the real Orange County. Okay. Like, not in a good way. Okay. But it is technically... L.A. County. What, um. Which, I don't know why. It is a, technical, it is a technicality.
0: Did you feel. So, so, did you sort of have that experience based on what you just said where you sort of felt like, eh, this is not. I'm not supposed to stay here at all? Yeah. I mean, like Richard like,
1: Nixon I, was born there. It's like quite a well, no. Republican. See, now, I, now, now <laughs> I'm starting to like it again. I don't well, know I what. Do, uh, <laughs> I, do a, I do have a weird. I do have a weird soft spot for Richard Nixon. Do you have a. Is I it good. related to Whittier at all? Or is it. Yeah, I mean, it must be. But it's not like I have a soft spot for Whittier. So it's not like it doesn't...
0: That Interesting. Part, Your soft spot for Whittier just transferred over. No, it it's... not. transferred I, I, I don't...
1: I think I might... I, I can't... I'll never know. But I... I <laughs> the reason is because he's so sad. He's such like a sad sack. And he's so human. Yeah. He's so he was so paranoid and insecure and vulnerable. And so I just... Oh, yeah. Not, I don't know if being from Whittier made me have an affinity for those traits yeah that's what I that's what I'm like they didn't
0: teach me about Richard Nixon <laughs> it's the real connect the dots yeah. well but that I was my next Richard question Nixon. is like do they talk about that
1: I did a story in *This American Life* about the Nix Nick- about going to the Nixon Library. I'm very familiar
0: in, with it, yeah.
1: Um, uh, school, but I also re- you only- went to Nixon and Reagan though,
0: right? Did you? I or went do you- to the Reagan Library as yeah. an
1: adult, at yeah. the Nixon Library, and I talked about yeah. That the Nixon was a great Library. story. But I but then love I-
0: that with the kids. Oh, that was so insane. Was so sad. Yeah, everything's
1: so sad. <laughs> but then I was I was on t- the only time I've ever been on. I was on MSNBC and I was on a panel with Richard Nixon's son-in-law, oh. and, mm-hmm. and everyone didn't like him because he was like like a blow, I can't, he was like a blowhard. Yeah. And he was like, he was like there to defend Richard Nixon's legacy and it wasn't about, it was about the presidential libraries. I, I had no place on it. No one really, it was a really confusing panel but he had brought like this book by Nietzsche to show that his father-in-law was an intellectual oh, like his, bless. His father-in-law's favorite copy yeah. and everyone was really annoyed with him because he kept talking of everyone else but I still was like
0: but that's somehow all, yeah it's it sympathy. almost seems like that could make it worse and that could make the, the poll worse because it is this feeling yeah. of like god people are still so impassioned who yeah. care like about him about trying because he
1: was not yeah. likable but then I was feeling like sympathy towards him and his father exactly sort that's what I'm thinking
0: yeah. yeah that's what I'm thinking it's sort of it's sort of just like raises the stakes of depressing this yeah. on like both counts the mm-hmm. sort of like desperation of his son-in-law defending him when yeah. it wasn't necessary yeah, in that context me, yeah.
1: like, look I'm <laughs> one fan here
0: well, what about someone like oh buddy Oops. oh so yeah just to set the oh, oh, hmm? that's my dog mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. get it out hold on So, this is. Opa. Yeah, let's. So, Opa is is here at the uh, hotel where I'm staying in New York. I'm here for. No, it's totally fine. I mean, listen, I don't care. What about the other guests? Don't care. Um, Pet friendly. I'm excited. It was exciting to see actually how loud that was on your yeah. mic's register uh, from a scientific point of view, yeah, yeah. from a broadcasting point of view. Uh, so Opa is along for... Opa. Papa. Papa is along. Opa. See, I just went straight yeah, yeah. to Opa. <laughs> o Papa is, uh, is along for the ride. Starley has kindly come to uh, my hotel room here in New York. I will say um, for the listener uh, that the last time I podcasted anyone in New York was um, Connie Chung. Oh, really? That's, I haven't been back to New York. Like I've been, been back to New York, but I haven't podcasted <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. I podcasted her a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, yeah, that was the last time this gear came out to New York, when I came out to New York. So this feels like a real bookend. She seems funny. She's she seems very, very funny. funny yeah. She's very funny. No pressure. But no, the last guest know. I had in New York was yeah. very funny indeed. Oh, Good luck well, with that.
1: I want David Letterman to love me as much. Oh Remember when he loved her?
0: Oh yeah, I mean you probably still love like her. like yeah like their fake their fake love affair ish. So innocent, such innocent times. Um, okay, so all right, so you do know that I'm lying when I say that Los Angeles is a wasteland of huskies. Well, because you did my, spend some time is my in LA
1: with LA and dogs. Because I I sometimes go to LA to try to live there again, and and I and when I do I bring him. And so we I've like rented I've sublet places in a lot of different neighborhoods. And I my experience in some neighborhoods has been that it's a wasteland of dogs in front yards behind fences. Yeah. And just like like a chorus of, of barking. And yeah, you sort of, gets, as you yeah. make your way along. So there's a lot of that. And it dep- definitely, I mean, it changes on which neighborhood it is. Well, not every neighborhood's got like a fenced in front yard. But that has been, so I don't, I don't always, I don't think I've noticed them being huskies. Usually there's like 10 little ones Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or like five big ones. (laughs) That's what I've noticed. They roughly equal the same weight. Correct. Whether it's 10 little ones or five big ones. Correct. That's what I've I've noticed. And there's a lot of like, I've stopped wondering, like, why do they keep getting another? I've stopped. like In general, that's not a good way. I've stopped wondering that about a lot of things. Yeah. Why do more? So, uh, So, yeah, that's what I've noticed. But also, I've noticed that LA is an excellent place for my dog,
0: like, in terms of freedom. Yeah. Is Not that one nice. of the what are the things that draw you to the sort of attempts to move back there?
1: Uh, honestly, some mostly it's because I want him to have a better quality of life.
0: It is. It is dog driven. No, I because I Ish, feel like yeah.
1: he and he's. I just feel like I. Cause, I mean, I know that. He, I mean, everyone. They, I know the only reason people live in L.A. is for the weather and hiking. Like, I, no one's ever going to convince me otherwise.
0: No one's ever given me another
1: uh-huh. reason. Like, I've never heard, and I find well, it really funny. I, I that might people, try to
0: come up with some. Because I, find it I don't like the weather that much. Get ready for yeah. that, huh? Yeah, Already, I've blown your mind. No, I haven't.
1: No, because I'm not convinced by the reasons anyway. Right. So like, I'm just like, that makes sense, because it's not a strong enough reason. But I find it really amazing when people tell me they love L.A., and then they're just like, and I'm like, why? And they're like, well, have you heard about the hiking? And I'm like, like everyone presents it as though they're the first one presenting it. Yeah,
0: that's what I find. But do you feel like yeah. that's specific to you being a New Yorker? Because I feel like I'm from well, LA. But I mean, so do you, but <laughs> but like but my point is obviously you live in New York. So do you do, as as in, as someone who here's here's where I'm going with that is if you. Argue the reasons to live in LA that are similar to why someone would live in New York, then L.A.ers are sort of like what, defensive way. about it somehow. Like, not well, like, I know you have this great life in New York, and we have all the yeah. stuff that you have, but we also have hiking and weather. Like, but there's some sort of defense. A- I'm not,
1: I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to get into an L. Uh, they certainly New don't. York fight, but I feel that they definitely. The yeah. reason they don't, they don't present the New York stuff because they don't, they have, don't it. have it, and so they. But they're not, not only they're not being defensive. I feel like when they tell me hiking and weather, it's like. They're ra- they're just they're so excited. Yeah. They can't wait to tell me about these things. In <laughs>
0: fairness, I do enjoy. I guess I don't hike, but I do enjoy riding my bike a great yeah. deal in the wilderness. I mean, not
1: hiking. I mean, walking in canyons. Like I don't right. mean, like I don't yeah. Like the, Nobody the has apple, path, the, like an, yeah. Hook.
0: Nobody's carving yeah. in I don't anything have the to gravity stone. Gravity
1: gear. Right. I saw gravity. gravity. Last
0: night. Oh, how was it? I haven't seen it yet.
1: Um, it was good. Well, the first thing is I was told. A lot of boys told me to go see it, obviously, because like it's hardwired into their brain. Like they, like I only, I wish
0: like space.
1: I love space. Me too. No, I love space stuff, but I know the special effects stuff. Oh
0: yeah, that's what. Yeah, they, that's, what they're yeah, that's true. Because the, then that, you get the list of you have to see it in IMAX, you have to see it 3D, you have to. Yeah, like here's yeah. the instructions. Well,
1: I, mean. I have a friend, this guy, who told me. If I don't see it in three D, I shouldn't even bother opening. I shouldn't even bother opening my, yeah. bother opening my eyes yeah. while I'm in the theater. <laughs> like if I saw the non you should person, still go, but don't open your eyes. Yeah, he's like it's waste. Don't even open your eyes if you don't see it that way. So they, I was drawn to the sadness of space. Yes. And so my first question to the first guy who told me to go see it was, "Is it sad?" And then he's like, "That word didn't even occur to me." And then I was, and then it is sad. Although I saw it with my friend who's a girl last night, and she also didn't think it was sad, but it is. There's one very obvious thing that happens that is like objectively sad, right. I would have thought. And then there's all this like sadness of space and loneliness and being and dying alone and being alone and every, all of it vastness is very sad. Yeah. And so I don't understand how it was like the first ten adjectives at a
0: That occurred to me I'm so glad that you're saying this Because when I heard what it was about Initially I was like Oh that's going to devastate me Because that's sort of the ultimate in loneliness To me is this idea of being in space Right? It's so isolating and so vast And then everyone was like You've got to see it I was on the edge of my seat And I was like But what about all the sort of like yeah. a just complete existential, like here I am listening to my own breath as I count down the days to or the moments until. And yeah. people were like, oh, no, it's just a great movie."
1: It is a great movie. Can I describe t- a theory too? When I was watching it, and I when I came home last night, I put on Twitter, saw Gravity. Yeah, I have a theory, and then I got really overwhelmed by the having to explain my theory on Twitter, even with yeah, multiple good tweets because it's uh-huh. just so big, <laughs> <laughs> so right. Ah, you fell right I,
0: into Twitter's trap.
1: Well, and I was just like, I'm so. Positive that I'm right. My read on gravity is the right one, <laughs> and, but it, and, but it's gonna sound. It's tricky, and there's so many reasons it can't be explained on Twitter. But I feel like I needed people to know that at least I had a theory, right? And so then I, and then they were like asking, "Tell us," and I was like, "No, we it's too big." It's too big. <laughs> but, so I'm not gonna give anything. Well, I have, there's one thing I would have to give away to explain the theory is a problem.
0: I think I'm uh, listen. I'm gonna go ahead and say. I'm ready for that. I'm okay with you doing that for me with the movie because I already kind of feel like I need to go in eyes open because I'm a big crier at films yeah. like that that make me feel that particular way. Uh, and I will just say to to anybody who's listening, listen, you better put this on hold if you yeah, don't I'm want a spoiler. Forward. That's why they created the term spoiler alert.
1: If they can do the pod, if they listen on the podcast, yeah. they can do that point. They can do that two times fast thing. That's true. And then they will only hear the spoiler with the squeaky voice and then they can the kind of know when it's done or i
0: can give time codes i can be like all right this is where we you know the intro i can be like all right 11 yeah. minutes and 13 seconds we start talking about gravity fast forward to blank time if you don't yeah. want to hear it i think we should do that and then right, i think we should it. also
1: say a word when we're done bookended words to say that we're done because if they're listening on the squeaky thing yeah also this is a no chant can...
0: something three times i don't know yeah. what that is yet
1: we should say it first before we yeah. start talking about it too so they know that... Okay,
0: so the, thre- the, the the thing that we're going to chant three times is there's no place like home, there's no place like home, there's no place like home. <laughs> really, home.
1: really long? Okay. <laughs> I, guess she, I guess she did it. I guess it ha- there's a precedent it hasn't been done before. I guess I can
0: do it. Okay. Okay, so okay. gravity.
1: But we have to say it. We have to chant it. There's no place like home, there's no place like home, there's no place like home. Okay, now we're doing the spoilers. In it. Okay, so are you sure? Totally okay. sure. So George Clooney's character dies
0: did he hear all that already yeah already heard oh, that somehow do don't know that was tossed off to me like i already should have known it maybe
1: that's why anyone's sad i yeah. didn't
0: read anything okay i like
1: to turn twitter off if
0: yeah i, I didn't yeah. either but someone just told me that anecdotally like i mean you know george Clooney dies da, da, like I know, oh, okay well just
1: sad but me that's why they said yeah. anecdotally because then they're just like a great joke happened george Clooney's character like, dies right. in a horribly sad way <sighs> although there's a really bad movie not bad. There's a movie called Mission to Mars that no one saw. Tim Robbins didn't see it. it.
0: Horrible. But I tend to see almost all space movies, even I, if they're I bad. But yeah, how,
1: this is how not of a movie this movie is. But I saw it somehow. And there's a moment, the only part I remember that actually haunts me. Not only do I remember it, it haunts me. Is Tim Robbins is mar- I don't even remember who he's married to in it. A bunch of astronauts. I feel like Joel Schumacher made it or something. I don't know what that movie is. Mm-hmm. But someone, somebody made it. It was supposed to be popular and it wasn't. Probably.
0: You know what? Maybe I did see it. Because there were a series of there's forgettable f- space-like travel and sort of space camp establishments on other yeah. planets stuff that was happening around that same time. I think there was movie. a movie called like Red Planet Two yeah. around the same time. And it was all yeah. just sort of like lot, yeah, a lot yeah. of lot of with well, a cast this good, it can't go wrong yeah. slash guaranteed to go wrong. Yeah, and like right before CGI was invented. Oh
1: yeah, like so, or, like, right like although CGI was invented in Jurassic Park and they put it on hold for twenty years or something. Uh-huh. So like just just it kind of is space camp. Special effects. I don't know what. I don't know what year. Or qu- I think it feels like it's right. Be- maybe it's in the two thousands, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I would agree. With that. I don't remember anything. Ensemble cast. You know, probably like age range, different age ranges, and mm-hmm. everything. And Tim Robbins is in it, and he gets thrown out of the ship somehow. I don't know what they are doing up there. And I just remember that he gets untethered somehow, and then they're coming to get him, and he's got a wife on the ship who I don't know who plays her, uh-huh. and then he. Um, they're coming to get him and he's got like a hook coming out. I mean like he's reaching out and they have like a thing where they have exact, they know exactly how much gas they need to get back to earth and they like calculate it and they're going toward him, going toward him and then they stop like 20 space feet away from him. And so like they can't reach him and if they keep going, they'll n- none of them will make it. And he's telling them to stop because, and she's like begging, she's like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then he unhooks his space helmet yeah. and, the way they show him dying is Tim Robbins' face turns into sand. Oh, and so it's like a sand cast. It's, it's a very vivid yeah. <laughs> mental image in yeah. this really crappy movie. And so the only, the only thing that kind of tempered my sadness while watching George Clooney, because he also sacrifices himself, mm-hmm. he says, I have to let someone, someone always sacrifices themselves know, in the space. I but the fact that his death was less, was less effective than this Crappy to oh, Robin's totally death. Like I had to compare it. it that he was forcing me to compare because it was both sacrifices in space. That took away a little bit. Yeah. But so the rest of the movie is her finding, her having to like save herself. And I just, there's just no way watching this movie. I really feel like the director, like she was cast and maybe the, her and George Wing's character were both going to survive. And then someone like gave him Us Weekly issue from like 2009. Oh no. And they're like, her husband left her, do you know this? For like a Nazi fetishist, oh, no. you know her husband, or her husband's a Nazi oh, fetishist. No. And he was like, that's terrible. That's what happens oh. in America. And then he like got to know her and he was like, she's so strong. And he's like, oh my God, and women have to go through so much. Oh. And I think, because the movie, like someone, someone told me that they read a line in a review that said, um, like after seeing this movie, you're not, if you have a bad day, you're going to be like, that was nothing. But I walked out and I was like, I don't know, that feels like an average day for a woman. <laughs> and I feel like this mm. movie was like a more accurate depiction of a woman's life than Eat, Pray, Love. Like, I was like, I really related to everything that happened. Cause it did, I mean, she goes through the whole thing. Hey, stop. And the last shot, I mean, she goes... Ah! She...
0: <laughs> oh, Papa. I was petting Oh, Papa for a long time. And then he decided that he needed to get up get around and do some do some marking
1: he um but there's like a whole thing where because the whole thing she's also for some reason they have it like she has no one waiting for her on earth like they have this thing where her kid dies as a backstory which what astronaut has no one waiting for them on earth like it's just not possible so she's like just says when he's like what do you have waiting for you and she's like nothing all i do is go home from work and get in my car and drive and she's just like so she's strong but tired, and exhausted. <laughs> and like, it just feels, I feel like the director was just like, we're going to show like a woman. <sighs> yeah. Cause it's a strange decision to also kill off George Clooney and not her. And the last scene like, she falls into the ocean and then she like pulls herself onto shore and she tries to stand up and then she collapses and then she pulls herself up again. And I'm sure that happened after her divorce. Yeah. For Su- like a year. And Suffrage. So just, yeah. Suffrage and, baby. Yeah. And so I feel like there's just no other way of, of re- interpreting the film
0: that everything you're saying makes perfect sense to me without even seeing the movie yeah. i feel like the fact that it's a female character out there having to you know make the decision that as bleak as it looks it's still worth pushing through yeah. hoping that whatever the outcome ultimately is going to be will be Like a reward instead of just more time alone in the universe, and I feel like they couldn't be
1: like, we can't just make her single because that would be weird. So we have to make her her, like be like a mother whose kid died. Yeah, there's no mention of a dad. Yeah, Yeah. it's such a weird. It's also a very bad script. But the (laughs) no 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 (laughs) guy.
0: No one notices that.
1: No one girl told me that before seeing it. I was very I was prepped very well. Where she was like, it's very short. Nobody. And she admired it's. It's length and the script is terrible, but all the guys who told me to see it were just like... There's a water drop on the left. Like, I just, like, <laughs> it's like, it's amazing Shit's flying at you. It's they, cool. It is cool. It is yeah. so cool. I can be a boy about it too. It is so cool. It's yeah. the best.
0: Sometimes but, I want to be a boy about seeing movies like that because I think, is my emotional state in a place where I want to be looking at that right now yeah. or do I want to be entertained?
1: I'm, I noticed. It wasn't like I didn't notice. I noticed the drop on the right. lens. <laughs> I saw it. I, but I also was noticing the other stuff and like the unbearable weight of Yeah. Being, like. Sandra Bullock. It was. I, don't, I just feel like that casting was not accidental, and it seems very obvious what I'm saying, but somehow no one's talking about it. I'm
0: glad you're talking yeah. about it, and, and i, I hundred. I really feel like I'm going to see it and come back and say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: very fully, I mean, she, fully agree. She's so tired when she yeah. puts herself on shore. Yeah, I know she was in space, but that's not. It's tired still before.
0: yeah. No, no, no. She was tired for all of us. Yeah. she was tired on all of our behalfs. Well, let me. I mean, I'd love to sort of. Uh, stick that back into finding out a little bit more about you too? No, not at all. I don't... I mean, this... I'm totally cool to talk about whatever on the podcast, but because I'm obviously familiar with your work and because I think uh, certainly your perspective on this, like agony and ecstasy of it all but uh, you know that this the sort of of, of of <laughs> like of sandra bullock specifically her career of, her marriage yeah. but also just you know what you said about nixon and like i think the empathy that i feel like i get like I, i'm sort of smothered by in terms of how i see things sometimes um i just feel like i feel i, I get i hear a lot of that in in what you talk about and what you're interested in writing about. And I'm just wondering if that's something that you noticed about yourself growing up, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Did other yeah. people observe that in you? Or what? how did that all... I mean that's a very yeah, broad yeah. No, question, I but I'd love um, to get a sense of who you were, like as a teenager. How does that shape? How does that fit into like? And then you go to high school every day. That sort of stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my unbearable powers. My uh, my my my.
0: Your unbearable heavy, empathic heavy superpowers.
1: Powers, Empathy, yep. the bur- shouldering the burden of that plus yep. my books. Oh yeah, listen, books.
0: Sisyphus had yeah. nothing on you.
1: <laughs> nothing. Um, I don't think I don't know if people. I don't know. I don't know if in. When I was growing up, if that's what people would have necessarily i don't know I have no I, I feel like I don't remember any descriptive terms applied to myself before this American life. like I feel like everything is now like so set in stone that I'm just like I don't know was it I was just that was just like the womb before right. all, all the years before um but i mean i what's weird is. Just two people, me and this other guy from Whittier both ended up at This American Life's like That's 10 funny. years apart, which is a very strange yeah. thing for Whittier to have deposited anyone <laughs> in This American Life, let alone two people. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of, you want to know what kind of teenager I was? But
0: yeah. What year? like what uh, what was your family structure like in um, at home? Um, I mean, I've heard a little, yeah, yeah. you've heard you right. talk about it a little, oh, of right. course, <laughs> if not a lot, but
1: um i feel like my family structure was it was very unstructured yeah i feel like we had very very unstructured we were very um i have a little sister and i'm an older sister but the older my older sister is eight years older and she somehow like she's very sitcom older sibling where i'm like i don't remember the episode where she was on
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I just
1: just i, I don't i <sighs> never hear this but she just i have no the childhood memories are she was off eight years with, is a huge gap yeah. Yeah, yeah and it yeah. was very like rich cunning like happy days like yeah at war. <laughs> that's <laughs> like your thing. aunt yeah, yeah that's like you're just an aunt yeah i just but aunts i would have i think remembered more than like that's the so funny. older sibling i remember her room she had a room we moved into my dad was a um suburban developer like but not not like a not the one who ruined the world
0: for everyone like, not like the guy at Holtergeist who builds it over a graveyard
1: yeah like that guy, actually, because <laughs> that is that is the kind of things that he developed, but he didn't develop enough. Do you know what I mean? Like to like, he would develop like that block, and then like three years later, develop another block. It was right. never like the he never he didn't just develop sprawl. Right, he developed pegs in the sprawl, but it was very poltergeist is very very much the kind of streets I grew up on. But there was a time when my dad. Was building, he got like the lot across from my high school, and it was he wasn't like I'm, like I feel like he could have been very rich, <laughs> like you know what I mean? It was like development in Southern California. Sure, it was always just kind of like he's a little, he 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 he. I was gonna say reminds me of Richard Nixon, but that sounds bad he's <laughs> in a sympathetic way. But um, so anyway, so he was waiting to get this lot until he had a rental house and which is weird to think of like renting a house in LA during that time. Cause it, I mean in the suburbs, like yeah. it feels like that was not, it seemed like
0: back then you could just kind of like buy any house you wanted. Like, yeah. Insinuity. And two to have a father who's sort of interested in working in, you well, know, developing. Yeah. <laughs> this so, is the pride of yeah. home ownership. You guys were renting yeah. a house or whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, but it was, a, I remember it being a weird pocket. That's what I mean. Like he was always kind of like, we were just like, we were, he builds houses, but somehow we renting a house. Like everything was kind of off. And then, so this house, so came with, it wasn't painted, but one room was painted, the room that my older sister moved into. And I just remember it had red walls, like glossy red walls. Oof. And um, maybe, maybe the whole thing wasn't red. It was like the middle of the room with a stripe of red, like a big, wide stripe of glossy, glossy red, though. I remember it because now they call it, they call it um, New York apartment rental bathroom paint. Like whenever okay. I look at apartment therapy and stuff, Super, like the glossy yeah. is like bad, cheap, for the apartments in New York. But um apparently that was not... The, I think it was an in thing then, and it was this big glossy stripe of red and then a glossy yellow stripe through the red that was an arrow that pointed, like, to the door. What? Yeah, I know. And it was, like, not that kind... It wasn't, like, the set of Punky Brewster. It right? was, like, a normal <laughs> suburban house and then this, like, room that had That's this, a like... strong choice, for sure. And it was just, like who who was the one who lived... We were just like, this is obviously where the older sister goes. Yeah. And who were these people? Did they have... they like just like us where we were all us and then there was just like the other person in this thing with the arrow. Yeah. It was crazy. God, Nothing so else specific. in the house was anything like that. No,
0: and no, cl- no archaeological clues to explain why. No archaeological yeah. clues
1: and she loved it. And I was... T- that obviously sticks out because it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I remember her room... And I remember watching like MTV for the first time. And I remember lots of things that I did by myself in that room. Right. But I don't. She was always at
0: war. Like she was always in the
1: army or whatever she, (laughs) whatever Richie
0: Cunningham's older Uh, brother was. Yeah. And your younger sister, how old is she? She was
1: three and a half years younger than me. So I have a lot of, so I just remember in my memories, my little sister and I, we, well, I wanted to be like a child star very right. badly. And so and so she did too, but I think she only wanted to because she was like the little sister and so we would took all these acting classes in LA, like actual LA, like drove. And we had um kids in the class who made like we had the same teacher as Joseph Gordon Levitt, who like Joseph Gordon Levitt like really credited with like his start. Yeah. Um we weren't in his class, but like he I remember very I remember seeing many like iterations of his headshots over the year, uh-huh. years on the wall. But we, um so everyone else kind of got something because it wasn't that hard to get like a commercial. You know, like we got nothing. We like were the worst child. Like I don't know if we were terrible. We had a really bad agent who I think was a, a sham. Like I, yeah. I just remember her being in a trailer and like a. Feels like, like there's got to be plenty of that. Yeah, for I sure. feel like we got the like dark underbelly of child stars that real child stars end up in, but we. Just had that without any of the other stuff, <laughs> the without stuff. The before. Right. Like we just had the aftermath. Right. But, um, so we, but we like took these classes for years and we never, like just somehow we were never quite figured out. My mom wasn't like a stage mom either type, but, um, so that we tried to do that, but we also, so my little sister and I in between doing that would be, we're really obsessed with like preparing for our child stardom. Okay. So we would, um, we like would master the poses, we would look at Giles teen like magazines, sure. and See like um, Kirk and Candace Cameron and how they posed, and we would like get all the poses down and like practice in front of the mirror for hours, like with our like
0: arms crossed, back to <laughs> back, like, a lot of that. All the great poses, <laughs> yeah. all the great sitcom yeah. poster poses. Yeah, you bet. We were ready. Yeah, and we also had a
1: game. We had a game that we played where we because the very first celebrity I ever met was Shannon Doherty and it was that's a
0: wow it, that's a good first
1: it was amazing and we and she was on our house not do you remember. it was you know, mm-hmm. see, I get, so it was this show with wilford brimley okay and chad allen all right huge crush on chad allen very gay it turns out uh-huh. but i um but and it was and deirdre hall deirdre hall from like, yeah yeah. Of Her life. yeah 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 okay I mean, I she's got a twin in real life um But she might have been on their sitcom too. But our house was something like someone died, and oh, maybe the husband died, and they had to move in with Wilford Brimley. And it was a big time for Wilford Brimley because he was in a cocoon. Sure, sure. I was tuning in mainly for Wilford Wilford Brimley. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like he was. I I enjoyed that. Yeah. And uh, I was a cocoon, kind of destroyed me more than.
0: gravity cocoon is a destroyer yeah no question about it i'll never watch it again i don't think i i mean the last time i watched it was probably 15 years ago and i think i was like why
1: would i ever put myself through the scene with bernie when he has he doesn't get there in time oh
0: no trying to splash the water no that's oh no that's so painful but like we're we're talking about someone i've said this on the podcast before but i was just telling someone about it last night here which is that i have an a disproportionate emotional reaction to the shoe that gets dipped in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, I sobbed because it did, to me, represent every young, innocent creature, you know, everything. It's like, I can't stop at the plot, even though the plot is often enough, like with Cocoon. That's enough to be destroyed by. But then if you take it in any way in the abstract, outside of that into people have to feel like this in some way all the time yeah. Then i just feel like killing myself
1: it's very but it's really weird because I, I had a pet duck when i was in high school oh get i was, out I was not a even duck. like Ben and june style pet duck i wasn't like you that were like girl. a hipster duck owner yeah i wasn't, yeah, wasn't like he wasn't, like, wasn't on a leaf with the like glasses it was just like <laughs> i saw a duck and i saw a chick in the mall yeah. on easter because i live in the suburbs so they sold chickens and in, in pet store not i mean not like chickens that makes it sound more like I'm in the castification, but I mean like, it was like a mall. So there was like yeah. kittens and like, little, little Easter chicks. peeps. Yeah. Yeah. But we're alive. Right. And I brought one home and turned into a duck as they do. And I named it, but it that duck's name was Bernie after that, the saddest man in Cocoon. Oh, I love it. But this dog is also named after a sad thing. And I've been named for a new dog. If I, ne- he'll never die. But if there's another never. dog, I also, it's a very sad <laughs> name. What is
0: Papa named after?
1: Opapa is named after the road by Cormac McCarthy. Okay.
0: There you and go. It's about the end Ugh, of the world. Starly. <laughs> I know. And the little Starly. boy,
1: if he like goes across, he, there's like two survivors, this boy and his dad and every, during the most fucked can you swear on here? Oh, totally. during the most fucked up moments, There's like three incredibly fucked up moments and that's usually he calls him oh he calls him papa. But then during these really sad moments, he goes, "Oh, Papa." Oh, like, goddamn like, it! And I had that. I would say it over and over before I got him. And then when I saw him, I was just like, "Oh, Papa."
0: Oh my god! Oh. And then
1: my another name <sighs> is also like a sad thing. It's, that's my. I feel like I have the. I feel like I come up with such good pet names. I'm very <laughs> proud of it. Um, pet naming
0: service. Pet naming service.
1: But the other, I wouldn't. Have, and I, if I can't get another dog, I don't want to walk two dogs. But if I did. They would be so complimentary to each other because the other name would be Hi Sally. Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. It's Sally. It's Sally Menke, who was Quentin Tarantino's editor. Yep. I don't know. That happened in my neighborhood. Oh yeah, right. I love at the foot of Griffith Park. I think I was. I was either there the day before or the day that it happened, like hiking with him. Yeah. Super sad. I know you know the hiking in LA is great. Yeah, I know. Uh, no one mentioned <laughs> It's so sad. It's so sad. But she. So that's really sad. And I do like Quentin Tarantino's movies. But also, so after she died, there, they I saw on YouTube that there was a montage. it Turns out that Quentin Tarantino, she was his editor from the very first movie. She edited Reservoir Dogs, all of them, until she died. And he would do this thing where he said editing is very lonely and you like you're like in your head for so many hours. And so he would have the actors while they were filming without you would never know um, when it would happen, turn to the camera and go, Hi Sally oh, and wave to the camera. Oh, no, that's and the Inglorious Bastards one is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh. It's so and they're like it'll be like the girl who escaped the Nazi, like covered in yeah. blood and just like running in the field. Hi Sally
0: Oh God. I love it. I that's love it. That's beautiful. Wow, that really makes me love Quentin Tarantino. I
1: know. I
0: know. Do more directors do think thoughtful things like that that we just don't well, know you about? You don't know until
1: one dies. And then that's just, extraordinary. I love it. He's in the montage from Glorious Bastard. Oh, and
0: you, you see him. And he's like so goofy and that. smiley. Yeah. High Sally is a great name for a pet.
1: I know. And Oh Papa and High Sally I would be, I'm not getting another dog. But I know.
0: Believe me, as someone yeah. who just recently got a second dog and my dogs are much larger. Yeah. I have like, I have tendonitis from having the, yeah. the leash you yanked. It. It's can't Pretty it. hardcore. One, they would get yelled at so much by me. Yeah, no, but it's a great name. But Hi Sally, it's yeah. out there, guys, for the cho- for the picking. But please <sighs> choose wisely. Although,
1: yeah, do you know, you, they have to tell if they do name it Hi Sally, they have to let me know. Yes,
0: that's because perfectly fair.
1: A cr- this thing has happened where someone emailed me a website and there's a wasn't I hope this girl it's okay if you're listening because it's okay but she's gonna be embarrassed but I don't know her someone just sent me a website that said um, look at his illustrator she's got the same taste and names as you and her she goes by O-Papa huh. O-H space P-A-P-A mm-hmm. just like him and her website was like opapa dot whatever and her Twitter handle's opapa and her email's opapa and I was like but I was like that's weird because Papa's not, not a it's not a it's not a it's not a quote and it's not even a right. sentence right it's not like barely this word to ever been It's not like together. you named your
0: dog Eleanor Rigby.
1: Yeah, or even a. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And even in the book, I mean, I guess I took it from the book, but it's like they say Papa a lot, and every once in a while they say, Oh, Papa. Yeah. And I was really confused, and I was like. I was like, I guess it's a coincidence. And then I saw that this girl had gone, had been a student of a friend who watches o Papa a lot, who loves o Papa. And I was like, that's just too weird. And I emailed oh, yeah. her. No, 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 I yeah. Know. If there's
0: a direct link, that's not, that's a thing.
1: I know, and I emailed her and I was like, this might be a weird question, but are you named after my dog? Yeah. Because she goes by o Papa too. And then I'm sure she's, she's totally... I don't it's adorable. Her, yeah. It's adorable. But then I sent her and I was like... And then, and then even the response was kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess technically it, it was. It was totally because of o Papa. Yeah. But not even because of him. Like, she just heard the name and I don't know. So um, that is totally fine. But if someone names it, Hi Sally, I feel like I should, would say... They can a, send me a tweet. You have to leave yes, on Twitter. Yes, the onus
0: is on you, yeah. person, to reach out and make that yeah. happen.
1: And I'll tell Tarantino because it is his... For like, if he ever, if I ever talk to him, I'll totally be like, he, Look. which, and he will love that, yeah. Based
0: on everything yeah. I've just but heard, I'm not about trying to that. do
1: like a oh papa illustrator thing, right? like him. Like, <laughs> right. putting it out there. This is
0: how it all be. Uh, this, this is how the mass kind of brain collective ends up yeah. coming together. Um, well, my
1: point was that I, I've always had, to, I guess, this thing towards you said the empathy thing. I guess yeah. I've always had this, something about the sad stuff because even like this pet duck was burning after
0: this. The scene in Cocoon that I'll never be able to watch again. Correct. Yeah. Well, did you, and so did that like as a as just a kid going to high school, did you feel like you I mean, what kind yeah, what kind of what kind of teenager were you?
1: I think I was I don't know. I think I was I think I don't I don't even think I was I feel like so many people look back and there's like a very clear trajectory. I don't think mine was because of kind of where I was too. Like I think I because I was in Whittier and, this, and I was like in this I was I never studied um, art or anything like that like what's strange is I feel like I, I mean I was always writing when I was in these acting classes I would do I would write my own monologues and perform them when I was mm-hmm. like eight and my te- and so I feel like and they were like these kind of neurotic things things probably and like the teacher was always like you should be like a you should be writing your own like you should be a monologuist and i was like i don't know what you're talking about I wanna yeah i'm be, a chat like, star i'm on candace cameron yeah <laughs> I'm, like, but it is so interesting this idea, yeah
0: because this idea of what you described initially is sounding like it is sort of more about the superficial side of the poses and like you see no. these kids that are just like it's splashy and poppy and colorful and yet you know, you're writing these kind of impassioned, you know, these monologues. And I wasn't
1: exposed. I didn't watch good stuff. Like I watched, like I was very much in a, like this whole like no sugar cereal thing. I have no idea what that is. Like we, we were given, we were, it was, it was, it was, we were required to eat sugar (laughs) cereal. And I watched TV all the time, like constantly. My little sister and I, I feel like we, Made stuff up. We had like good imaginations. I was very obsessed with the movie E. T. when I was little, and I would reenact the entire film. Understood. In my house, like very also, carefully. Also, extremely
0: painful emotional moments. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, and sort of the anti-gravity, right? Is like this, like, but still all about this, she like, isolated. They both get home. It's true. This yeah. isolated like this, this person who doesn't fit in, this creature that doesn't fit in, or this longing, this longing, like in Cocoon. This, this, sort of like intense think longing. Those
1: eighties movies, like Steven Spielberg. I mean, he's all about yeah. like the real good Steven Spielberg stuff. The reason we like the ones that we like is because they're about well, they're about like their children of divorce. Yeah, they're suburban like loneliness. Yeah, they're like they're about these like oddballs that don't connect. Like he really, I feel like it's hard. We don't know. It's not always remembered because he's also whatever what, the other stuff that he does. But that I feel like when I was a little kid, absolutely, yeah. he was the only one making movies about. Like the kind of neighborhood...
0: And Close Encounters. Yeah, but
1: it's all suburbs.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And it's all these people trying to escape the suburbs and find it... Find something more like
0: magical. Feeling disconnected, yeah. right? Yeah. Feeling disconnected from your community. Feeling yeah. disconnected from yourself in some way. Yeah. Trying to understand better who you are through something external.
1: Yeah, and I didn't realize that because I didn't realize how screwed up
0: the suburbs were until I got out, and now I just
1: cannot believe there. But my yeah. they were, they exist. But my mom hated the suburbs. Like we lived in this neighborhood called Friendly Hills. And oh, she that's would, her perfect. Her joke was. I'm gonna one day write Unfriendly Hills like that. No, it's as far as the joke got. Never uh-huh. added to Every single time. We drove by the hike every day for like uh-huh. ten years. We were like Unfriendly Hills. Uh-huh. Never wrote it. <laughs> this was like one cr- crystallized moment. But um but I feel like I did not know that when I was watching those movies that I was I thought I was connecting to like kids feeling alone. I didn't I didn't realize it was as specific. Yeah. And I didn't realize About like the sad mom stuff and all these kind of things, the layers to it. But now I feel like that movie you can kind of identify with different parts as you get older. Yeah. So as a teenager, I don't know what I was. I feel like I was so because I went to this kind of normal public high school. It's hard to say public even because that even sounds more interesting than it was. It was like suburban, (sighs) still bland. Yeah. Yeah. Still vanilla. Yeah. So vanilla, and I was I did theater. And I hung out with like activists, which I just, that's what I mean. It doesn't fit. But the activists, I feel like, were the art kids in my high school. That's what was weird about my high school. We didn't have an art kid scene.
0: Um, So the yeah. alternative
1: kids I were. Have no activists. art kid
0: scene, yeah. That's what. Even in my weird school, still like some, yeah.
1: Ac- I mean, there was theater. Theater was not, um,
0: theater, I feel like it's a joke,
1: the theater kid thing. When you look back and you realize it was nerdier than you realize at the time, I actually think it was not nerdier. Yeah. There's some. Like there's a few people. Actually, there are a few people from my high school who are now in like the LA improv. Like Matt Gorley, do you know him? Oh,
0: totally he went from to Super high Ego with
1: me. Yeah, like I love that. He's like a
0: older, and then this guy Jeff Davis who does. Oh, I totally like know he Jeff. Went to high school. You with just me. named two people who do my comedy festival year yeah, after year. So
1: those guys, the fact that they went to this high school and they were doing improv from, from all that time back. So I yeah. feel like they're, so that I feel like that main it stays cool like i feel like if that like i'm not remembering that part wrong yeah um but there was no no visual art scene whatsoever wow like none yeah i i remember one kid left to go to loxa and I remember being like, oh, my God, is he going to juvenile? Is he, like, in jail? Like, what? He, like, I—that's yeah. that's how... Un- is that where my older sister is? Yeah, exactly. I thought it was, like... Honestly, like, he could have been, like, in jail, like, during painting the mural. Uh-huh. But, like, I, was just, like, I don't know what is going on. That—that That is how weird... I feel like I was my... This person I am now, but without... The cultural references at all. Like, if I, get I didn't it. know an art kid was like a good thing to be. Yeah. And then when I went to summer school at CISA, at CalArts. Mm-hmm. There was this summer school, which is a really good program, and you go for like, I thought it, in my memory, it was like, I went for three years, but it was like three or four weeks. Uh huh. And it was in Valencia, and I met art kids there, and I was like in the writing thing, which. It's such a, but and then there was like art kids it was art kids and maybe music and all different disciplines animators and i met these kids and i felt so excited and like such a sense of belonging and then i left and i was like oh my god so sad i'm never gonna see them again they lived in la like they lived in, like they yeah. lived 30 minutes away from me <laughs> and i was like oh my, oh my, my god apart. that world that i was exposed to briefly yeah and then i still i was a junior in high school then i still
0: didn't realize that like it was attainable for me until i left Oh my God. You yeah. know what I just flashed to the second you said you didn't realize what? it was attainable? I just realized that we never closed our oh, loop yeah, on gravity. Oh. Wait, we oh, never oh. said there's, it's a, there's oh my no place at We didn't say it now. And then I'm going to say it to... because, you know what, I'm going I'll, to, I'll edit it so that it goes in. But then well, I'll it's, leave it's, all it's, of this it's
1: in. It's space debris.
0: There's a, lo- there's a big space There's debris. a lot of clutter. Yeah. There's a lot of clutter out there. We're going to say it now, and then I'll just, and then I'm just going to loop this part yeah. back in. But it'll also repeat right now. Yeah. One, two, three. There's, there's no, no place I like home. Home. No no like home. There's no place I like home. There's no place I home. There Face. More isolation, more oh, sadness.
1: So sad. I don't know. What I um, say. Now
0: I'm like this is no place like Whittier. It's uh, so sad. Well, did you did you have because you didn't have the cultural references and stuff? Like who, I should have though. I mean, I wasn't living. in You had access, like, but didn't know you had access. Yeah, I guess I had, like this yeah.
1: invisible barrier that was like the uh, ten. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like, was not, there was no reason. Yeah, and my little sister ended up going to LAXA. Oh well. So like she broke through the she
0: broke through yeah, the wall, but did, and she's not and she's not already at all. Then did you up. did you um you I know you were doing theater. Like who were you yeah. were you uh, were you dating people? Were you cr- crushing on people? Do you?
1: I was hanging out. I had like this group of boys and girls. I'm not a girl hater.
0: I like I appreciate all. that very um, much. But
1: I had a group of um. I didn't like. I n- never had an actual boyfriend in high school, but I had like we had this group of boys. That I hung out with all the time, who were my friends, and then I had a, and then we would like, like make out with each other. Okay, yeah, you're a little collective. Yeah, but a little co-op. Like, it wasn't like a polyamorous thing. <laughs> right? It was like, it was, like, and it wasn't ever, and I was, always a surprise whenever it happened, and that like, happened later on. It's so weird. I actually feel like my, I feel like I was not, but my friends were actually like, uh, like kind of sexually advanced in a way that I. But I was, I, I, ref, I was, like, very – I wanted to get out. Like, I was, like, I'm getting out. Yeah. This, when this is over, I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. Yeah. I was very, it was very much like I grew up in a different – But you
0: did have – so, yeah. So, it's, like, even if you didn't have the cultural references, it goes back to what I asked you in the Again. beginning, which was there, is, there was some sort of underlying sense of, like, uh, I got to not be – No, I I didn't apply to any colleges yeah. in
1: California. Like, okay. I was so determined – I was so gonna get out, but it's, it's kind of weird though because it's like I was from a smaller town than I was, but I was so I so like there was a lot of things like I didn't want to do drugs in high school because I was like I can't I have to get anything out. Like at my, all yeah they would, I didn't I don't really like drugs but they but I didn't want to. I feel like I was hanging out with people who were doing a lot more than I was and I was choosing not to because I was just like, this isn't my real
0: life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting eventually and it's got to be like a fresh start. But it's interesting though because there are so many people who, I mean, I was just talking to um, Christine uh, Woods who's on uh, Stephen Merchant's new show and she's from the OC mm-hmm. and she we we just had a conversation about her having the same sort of feeling that she wasn't meant to be there but escaping That's into right. drugs while she kind of you know counted down until yeah. she could get out so That's it's interesting it could have gone either way and
1: there were so many drugs around me like my friend there was like I mean they were doing like smoking pot on the coke can kind of drugs yeah right? um, me too and a lot of Zima, <laughs> like, Zima, so much Zima for sure. But I never, I got and like drunk. Bailey's, yeah, yeah. I got drunk one time in high school. I remember, and I like, and it was just, and it was like the episode where. <laughs> I was like, I got drunk, and I was like, "Oh my god, guys, this is amazing!" And like, I like made out with some guy, and like stayed up late, late threw up on my friends. Like, I did all of you it. He did all the it stuff was you're like supposed the to do. Actual special, yeah. I was like, I'm never doing that again.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you did. You even had the arc of like, "This is the best thing. I'm yeah. never doing that again." And
1: like, kind of like, I'm letting, I'm letting loose. Yeah. But I wasn't like uptight
0: because I'm not organized enough to be uptight. Yeah.
1: I wish I. I mean, I would have <laughs> loved to have been uptight. I think it's great. I just, I just am not wired that way.
0: Yeah. I have a friend, April Richardson, did the podcast. And she's she's just been a straight edge her whole life without even necessarily always identifying it as such, yeah. but that, that the idea to be more disciplined in that way was always so interesting to me because I was sort of yeah.
1: But she's like control stuff, right? Like she's better. At, I think she's
0: better at yeah, yeah, maybe doing that.
1: I have like I can't control the chaos. Like I have no illusions that I can control the chaos, but I also just don't like how it feels to be stuffed. <laughs> yeah. But and I but and in that case, I did not want to be like. I wanted to. I did want to. I didn't want to mess anything up because I wanted
0: to make sure I could get out. Well, here's a question. I I feel like I. It's a question I should ask more often of people. But what do? Where would you get the sort of like? I mean, if you felt it at all, would it be after you wrote something? Would it be after you did a play where where you sort of get the like? Yeah, the I, kind of oxytocin rush or, you know, the sort of, like, dopamine and oxytocin combo. If you weren't really having sex and you weren't doing drugs and you were a teenager, yeah. you know, I, mean, I would get it from listening to music, out. too. But, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: uh, I, w- um, I mean, I liked um, acting. I liked all the theater stuff, for sure. Um,
0: Above and beyond, yeah. like, the superficial stuff. You actually liked the kind well, yeah, of creating I of I the mean, character. Old, and being
1: in the like a high school production it was not like giving me like immerse the, the yourself in the role of, of celebrity yeah. that i was hoping for <laughs> like it was just like you know and i also didn't get i weirdly did not i was in i was in um like the acting classes the entire time i remember i chose honors uh i hated math but i chose like honors algebra two over honors uh theater oh wow um because I was, I was, cause gotta I was, get out. Gotta get out. And I hated math. I was not good at math. And I was also in the same class with the same kids my entire life, and I was barely friends with any of them. That was what's weird yeah. is I, I had this weird thing where I refused. I also was like, I have to go to public school. Like, I was like, I, re- I believed in it principally. Yeah. But I, and I was, I knew these kids from kindergarten until I graduated, and I barely ever saw them. Because so my mom was kind of like, she, I, we were, I feel like we were kind of the off family. We were also the only Jews, I feel like, in Whittier. Um, yeah. But.
0: Wow, yeah. You really talk about the division of the ten. Because you I could know. have just, yeah, again, yeah. 20 minutes later, you could have been.
1: I didn't meet a Jewish person until I went to college. Oh, my God. I, wasn't so a family member. <laughs> like, and I grew up in Southern California. Yeah.
0: God, that is so amazing. I know. Oh, my God.
1: I know. And my mom, at one point, my mom went to, she grew up in prison. Where did you, no. so
0: you guys obviously didn't go to Temple or anything.
1: Uh, We, t- I think they. My parents, like they were pushovers is the thing. Like they were, I don't know what they were doing. My mom was off in her like suburban malaise. And yeah, they didn't, we didn't go to temple. I was never bought mitzvah. Yeah, We had a Christmas tree. But my mom grew up in like Beverly Hills, um, went to Beverly Hill. I like Jew, Jap, like am I being like, I feel like I'm being, uh, I'm slandering every, Mm, but, um, but so she was like totally like jappy. Beverly Hills High girl yeah. they moved from my, her, she grew up in Chicago and then at 15 went to Beverly Hills and like my grandmother whose name is Goldie changed her name to Gwen oh like when my. she first moved there like it was a whole Jewish okay. evolution some shame some shame exactly well, and like reinventing yourself mm-hmm. and then um, and then we moved over to like to Whittier and my, at one point my mom was like you should go to Beverly Hills High and I was totally like, scared of it and I think she was just being like There's other, there's Jews there. (laughs) There's people that you can meet. Because I never, I, so not only did I not have, know what art kids were, I did not know what Jewish people
0: were besides my
1: family at all.
0: Ugh. And so when did you move to New York? How old were you?
1: 18. So you, okay, so,
0: so you came out here and you've not left since except to go
1: periodically go back. Okay, okay. I I mean, I worked for this American Life, so I I lived in Chicago for four or five years. Okay.
0: All right. I never know if somebody is like working from or like traveling to or if it's just like segments that are happening that well, are being, now there's yeah. segments
1: that are happening. There's also yeah. a lot of confusion because people think that this American life is still in Chicago and it's yeah. not. It's in New York. Now, yeah, but it used to be in Chicago. It's understandable why you would not know any of what I any where I lived <laughs> in 2000. Um, but yeah, I lived in Chicago for like four years, four or five years.
0: How was was did you have that feeling of satisfaction when you ended in a city more far more metropolitan, culturally culturally diverse, where you felt like this is it, this is where this is these these kinds of environments are where I was always meant to be or where I belong now?
1: Yeah, I mean it wasn't immediate. Again, I didn't I didn't know what New York was. Like the thing is, I, I, my context I was very context free about everything, so it wasn't like I mean I feel like just. Definitely kids who are like, you know, like waiting to get to New York yeah. and know exactly what they're going to do here. And I was just kind of like, this feels different and better, but it took me a while to kind of figure out what New York was. The weird thing is, is I always wanted to be a writer. Always. I never had another plan, but I didn't write that much when I was younger. Yeah. Like I didn't write that much at all until I was on This
0: American Did Life. you see so you didn't keep like a diary or anything?
1: No, no I just, no. Because I feel like, I don't know, I was... I, I was just reading like this email that Lena Dunham put on this email thing saying she didn't keep a diary and, I, and then she, she said there was no reason why she thought like Shelly thought it should go somewhere and I felt, I was, I'm wondering how many writers feel that way because to me, I never kept a diary. In the beginning, I didn't keep a diary because it stressed me out because I thought, even when I was like eight, I remember, I remember buying lots of Hello Kitty diaries, a lot of them because they were so great because they had keys. sure And um, there was a, whole, a really great Hello Kitty store in my mall, and, and I would start like three pages and then get so stressed out and be like, it's too late. I didn't start early enough. Wow. And I remember the same thing with picture taking. Like when I got my first camera, I was just like, I was really worried the film was going to run out. And um, I guess kids don't have that concern now. And I was just also like, I didn't start documenting young enough. And this is when I was like seven or eight Tough
0: on yourself. I
1: know. And so then I just didn't do it. And then, and now, and then I began to feel like what, like if I'm going to write something... I think I I need an audience. I n- I need to have a purpose. I get that. And so
0: I it's so yeah, it's so interesting cuz so like, uh, for someone like me for example and I do talk to a lot of people who are on more on the performing side yeah. in show business somewhere or what have you who feel like it's sort of the opposite. Like the, the, like the performing is so easy and feels so like, yeah, I'm being judged on everything about my countenance, but like I can handle that. But the writing feels so personal and private that putting the writing out there is so intimidating to perf- people who, who have sort of more of an emphasis on performance. Are they performing
1: and, like personas? Are they like talking about themselves? Well, I think just, uh, yeah. I mean, I think,
0: I don't know, like for me, not to get all monologue here, but cause God knows I do it too much on the podcast anyway, but, um, I do feel like you know I do a lot of improv. I do a lot of very personal sort of. Or I'll do monologues. Or I'll do a storytelling show. But the difference between like writing a script where characters have to talk to each other and they can't all sound like you unless you're Aaron Sorkin. You can't like. There's something about it feels more brutal to put that out there and leave it out there than to be responsible for whatever you're showing to someone. Like it's almost like a control thing in a way. It's like if somehow I'm participative in your judgment of whatever I'm putting out there in the moment, but if I'm writing something and it goes to you and it's already left my desk and no changes can be made in the present tense, maybe there's something about that that feels really vulnerable. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I but I know I'm not alone in feeling like the yeah. when when I when I write something or when I am hired to write something, I feel a fear like I never feel when I'm asked to perform or you oh, yeah, know me too I right? feel that oh, you de- do definitely. okay oh yeah
1: definitely that I mean I don't I find writing excruciating. That's why I don't, I don't want to be reassured I, by that, but somehow I am. Oh, I find it horrible. I I don't. That's why I can't imagine wanting to write more. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I would never be able to feel relaxed about it. So if I was writing like a journal, I would still be so stressed out. Yeah, that like. It's already hard enough to do anything I've... Any kind of writing that I it, it, i cannot imagine. And now I feel like maybe journal writing is different because now people are like, well, that's just my research, my material for later on when I do a moth
0: when yeah. I'm 20 years.
1: <laughs> like a 10-year-old just like, I just got to ah. build up these anecdotes.
0: For either to go have some anecdotes to build on yeah. and then write about them. Yeah, and-, and then
1: there's nothing more endearing than going back to your journal and like right. reading it. But I did not know that because I... <laughs> um, but... I know I find read I hate. I find it so excruciating, and that's what I find interesting. Is there was never a time when I didn't think I was going to be a writer. I the first I wrote a play when I was in third grade that was put on. Like I like it was like that's my that's writing. I know it was very Royal Tenenbaums. Like it I like certainly put was. It on like I directed it and like in third grade, and it was just it was about a dysfunctional family. It was called an Average Family Question Mark. Wow. Yeah. And I then, mean, that might as well be the cover of a New you know, Yorker. I know. I think it was my... I think I peaked. It was definitely my <laughs> most precocious moment. And then... It, and then... I mean, it was... There was a lot of dysfunction. And then there was also a ghost. That's you amazing. had to throw chicken soup on to kill. And, and I, my parents had to type it out for me. Because I, like, wrote it out. And then they had to type it. My, mo- my mom typed it. But so the, I always wanted to be a writer and I tried to write a novel also when I was, um, like I started writing a novel in elementary school. Okay. Which I never finished. But then. What was it about? Also a dysfunctional family. Always mm-hmm. a dysfunctional mm-hmm. family. And mm-hmm. all the adjectives were from th- Sweet Valley High. That was ah! so weird. Like, now oh my I lo- God, I, I also remember wasn't Sweet Valley reading. High. I was reading, I loved reading the good books in school. I actually liked the books in school that they Me gave too. us. Because, um, but I, but I wasn't really. Ex- my my parents were smart and stuff, but they weren't. I don't know what they were doing for my entire childhood. But they weren't like. And my mom was always buying us books, but she wasn't really regulating or telling us which ones to buy. So I was reading a lot of crap. And so I realize now, when I look again, this like Jew thing. Because I look back, and all my characters had like blue green eyes and blonde hair, because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what those twins
0: had. Sure,
1: and um, Elizabeth
0: and Jessica, if oh, memory serves. But they're the Keep most. Talking. Yeah.
1: but i just, but, did, that. I just yeah. did that thing
0: where i wasn't prepared cuz i need to write something down in a okay. second you with know? you oh yeah um, anyway so
1: but those so I, I just remember a lot of adjectives i remember like being
0: really proud of like describing how the can of soda opened God, like that's all i ever wanted to write which yeah. is another reason why writing dialogue is hard if all you want to do is like describe things in a flowery manner yeah. like purple prose yeah. then like, it gets hard to sort of Edit all through that and go, wait, someone else's job would be to do that if you're turning it into a script. I
1: didn't, yeah, I wouldn't even have known that part. I thought you like you submitted it. (laughs) Like, I Uh once I saved it on the floppy disk, I thought that then it would be sent. Uh And then I didn't, I don't even know, I don't know, I must have been based on reading those books. And I remember like being really excited by the word padding like, P A D D I N G, like all my characters were always padding across the floor. Oh, padding, okay. But so it wasn't good. But it,
0: so they're all in their stocking feet. Yeah, and they were always like toddlers padding across the floor.
1: But um, but I never, I always found it painful, and that's what I find weird is that I I'll, never
0: enjoyed it and always wanted it to be it. It it is amazing. I mean, there is an element of that, I guess, to a lot of different jobs that people have, which is like this thing that this...
1: Well, I think that there's... Painters all disappear into their studios at night. Like, you hear painting. Yeah,
0: well, I don't know about that. This is what I'll say about that is I do have a friend who's like a really well-regarded... I'm sure I'll have her on the podcast eventually. She's like becoming quite a famous painter, and it is that thing of like that's not what she set out to do. And now, and now people who don't really care about her, or her work are just collecting her because she's become very collectible, Mm -hmm. but she has a horrible relationship at times to her work. So she doesn't, because I thought the same thing. I was like, Oh, visual artists, like, Oh, you just go into your studio and paint. And she's like, Oh, it's so terrible. Like it's, Uh, it's like going in. It is, she does get sort of writer's block of, of the painter and starts to think this is all fruitless. And why am I painting this thing? That some stupid person who's like, a coke addled producer who doesn't give a shit about me is going to just like hang this thing that I yeah. you
1: know no that's true my best friend's a painter and she finds it very appreciating but it's because it takes her so long yeah we have the exact same process
0: but that agreement of like figuring out like I don't just what you said about it, I don't ever know how I could have done anything else and yet this thing has so much kind of yeah fire attached to it or
1: but I was talking to my friend the other day who sold her book when she was young like 25 her first novel I, I we were both saying that could we hear about people who like are still looking, you know, like finish their novel at 40 or whatever and are, and are trying to get it sold or uh, we were saying that we would have given up probably like I got, I, um, there wasn't a period where I was having to figure it out. Like it was very, I went from college almost immediately to this American life. Yeah. And so I I think if I'd actually had to even feel the things I feel now, then if it had been any harder i think i would not have tried yeah but it just kind of like slid into it and then and then i was stuck
0: doing this thing that
1: is, it's great but also painful
0: i i completely understand that as well um okay i'm gonna play this game yeah. of mash with you do you remember mash did you play that when you were yeah. a kid So, um, obviously, we know MASH is just mansion, apartment, shack, and house. Uh, But this mansion, apartment, shack, or house is going to exist in uh, an imaginary land. So, this is sort of your second home. But it could be, uh, I think we both know it's not going to be outer space unless you want to potentially find out what that would be like for yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, But, you know, like it could be. Something out of a film or a book that's sort of like the Shire or like Dagobah or something like that. Shire, yeah. Tell right now. So tell me what you're, give me three. Cause you know, this is a process of elimination later. So we'll find out which one you end up Why with.
1: Just pick any places,
0: three places where you're, but it's the, the imaginary lands that imaginary you would like lands. to have a second home.
1: Can you, can it be like particular periods of time? Absolutely. Like, it can be like first season instead of like fifth season. Go like for it. Bad
0: or something. Um,
1: do people usually come up with them really quickly?
0: No, you know it what? Always. It's it depends. I mean, the idea of this game is like it is becomes sort of extemporaneous answers that you then are leaving, and you're like, oh, you know what? I should have said. I feel right, like no, no, that's no. part of this exercise, but
1: it's very hard not to think of Breaking Bad. But why
0: would I want to live in that world? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the cinematography is great.
1: I know, but I kind of want to live in that house. But it's, uh, you could say it. I know, but I don't. But I would just be setting myself up for such. <laughs> <laughs> horrible um greek tragedy i would like to live in okay there's a um i, I how about the loft space in three men and little baby fantastic <laughs> the one that the elevator opens up to that's love a really it. wonderful love environment
0: it. love it that's great
1: yeah and i have to think of how many more two just more?
0: two just two <laughs> just two i know i'm trying to make it sound a lot less intimidating um, Just
1: two. What are the cozy spaces? I feel like that, okay, um, the Gilmore Girl House, probably. Great.
0: <laughs> Look, the, yeah. Is that on the Warner Brothers lot? <laughs>
1: but it's in the I house, right? I gotta get right? you there. <laughs> it's a real house, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where they live. <laughs> I want that house. It was, I was torn between that and the Parenthood
0: House. Oh, that's a good one too. But okay, maybe the first, maybe second. Wait, which Parenthood? Oh, the parents should the show or the movie? Oh my god, the
1: movie. I mean, because I'm just saying getting, now we're opening up a whole different. Because I've never the seen show. the show. Oh,
0: it's. Uh, I, but the I mean, movie I was gonna say there are so many houses. Like it's a bunch of different families' houses. So but the I was only was one you to,
1: really want to live in is Steve Martin. T-
0: I mean, then, that is kind of the one we're talking about. Yeah. Huh?
1: I was thinking the show like second season. Now they're doing like a mayoral campaign in that house, so
0: I feel like I Should do I not. see that show? Should I watch it?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's incredibly comforting. It's really having some problems this season. Okay. Um, but cuz there's a mayoral campaign happening with like a main character who's never doesn't have political experience.
0: So now it's like the like, West
1: Wing. <laughs> there, yeah, but there's honestly a mom who's just like, "I love educa- I love sending my kids to school. I'm okay. going to for mayor of San Francisco." Okay. San okay. Francisco.
0: Yeah. It doesn't work
1: like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they keep being like, what's your platform? She's like, I really, I loved my. I'm really good at dropping my oh, kids off for no. school and not making them late. <laughs> they keep thinking, like they a don't great even make plot. It. They don't even invent a new backstory. Oh, oh no. Okay. All um, right. But there's a very, they have a very uh, no, I think I, it's going to have to be, oh, then I was thinking, oh, well, because now I'm just thinking cozy. I guess the Gilmore Girls House and then maybe, um, the because now i'm just thinking apartments
0: well and listen by the way it's mash uh, it's mash so yeah. it, it'll be you might end up with a shack version of the gilmore girls house would be very dilapidated uncared for version but could end up being a mansion big. might be too big for you we'll see but that's just a American process elimination. of
1: elimination okay and then maybe the i don't remember what the house looks like Kate, and while you were sleeping, remember? It's so now set- funny
0: that, that that movie just came up for the first time recently on the podcast.
1: Why for the first time? I
0: don't know, but I love that movie. Is it the Gravity? It's because Sandra Bullock's out in the... No, it was, uh, I think I was talking to, it was Kate Micucci. We both were talking about how much we love that movie and the fact that um, it is this sort of like perfect little romantic comedy that just makes you feel warm and fuzzy it's the best it's so good it's very solid romantic comedy so that family's house the family that takes her in for Christmas yes adorable love it love everything about it how about something like three things this is what came up for me just because I always base this game on like mostly whatever we talked about do people usually say like room with
1: a view and how am I supposed to be I'm not going to change people
0: go all over the place but they go to like
1: other countries and
0: stuff right listen it depends on (laughs) it depends on it depends on the context Uh, I'm very comfortable with all of these answers (laughs) Um. Uh, so we were talking about writing and sort of the excruciating side of it and, and I was thinking about um, the same weight that you and I carry around with us about, uh, uh, about humanity. But I was wondering, and, and so the, this could be the most simplistic stuff or the most kind of like difficult to ex- describe, emotionally profound stuff, but like three things that are hard that you wish were easier. Writing. Great.
1: Can't just be the, all the answers. Um, writing... I don't care if math is easier because who cares? Yeah, lie. Same. <laughs> yeah, such a lie. <laughs> um, cooking. Great, because I think it is easier for. And then, um, or oh, we should taste better. And then, I. I how do you describe like? Oh gift making
0: like dainty gift making Mm -hmm, personalized mm
1: -hmm. dainty gift making like where you have your
0: own little room. That's like this, like Martha Stewart has like, and this is my gift making desk.
1: Yeah, I can do it. I can make personalized gift, but it's not like it never comes out that tidy. Yeah. And it's not like, I can't just like effortlessly tie the bows
0: and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Uh, This is going to take you back to your childhood. Three, uh, television shows that you were going to say were w- one of which you were actually on when you were a child. So this is your opportunity oh. to have been the child star <laughs> on one of three shows. Oh, Punky Brewster. Great. Um, Growing Pains. Great. And then
1: Punky Brewster was a really big one. Um, oh, Charles
0: in Charge. Oh, yeah. There you go. Haven't thought about that one in a while.
1: Maybe instead of Growing Pains can we put um uh my two dads
0: my two dads
1: which is yeah. wikipedia that re- recently yeah. <laughs> paul reiser was on that right yeah my it's two not, dads it's not but my two dads mean something different now and that's not what that show
0: was it does i don't know what it means well, it means you got two gay dads oh yeah oh yeah, 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 that yeah. okay like my i thought you were dads. saying it was like a weird sexual like innuendo no. well, thing unless you're a republican yeah a weird yeah my thing. two dads but otherwise was my two dads like they weren't sure which one of them was a the father So we looked this up. Yeah, they weren't too sure. They weren't sure which That's amazing. It's like my two. That's dicey. Yeah, super. My two straight dads. Like they're gay.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean mean, definitely the other. I mean the remember the beard and stuff. Like I feel. But yeah, so they were. They didn't know which one's the father ever. I think they find out in the end because we looked this up recently.
0: So the whole time they do find out like. So it's sort of like how I met your mother, where like there's a there's a mystery, there's a secret mystery I mean, like, underneath. Yeah.
1: But they were also just kind of like it's all driven by and also DNA testing, by them, why?
0: caveman stuff? Like they were just yeah.
1: like, we claim her because one of us is yeah. Such
0: a weird... My two dads, yeah. amazing. How about um, do you like traveling? Do
1: I like it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So how about three? Can you tell by my choice of
1: houses I chose.
0: I, <laughs> I guess that's why I felt Certainly I needed I like to ask that. the question. How about? Uh, three places that you would love to... Either you've already been or you'd like to go back. Uh, vacation.
1: Oh, vacation? Or like go back and see? It's different. Either one. Um, I would like to go to um, Africa. I, I to, it's a big place, but I, I want to yeah. go to Africa. Yeah. Um, I won't make you narrow down. Okay. Um, I want to... I really I went to Cairo. I would like to go back to Cairo cuz I feel like I never actually will go back to Cairo, but I yeah. liked it so unfant I would like to back- When did you go? When?
0: Yeah. Last year. I went Did in- you how did you feel about I lo- safety I loved- and all that kind of stuff?
1: I was accidentally in the window when it was safe because I was I mean it was still there was still like every day some like 50 people were being sent to the hospital, but yeah. it was more like that's what happens. Yeah. Honestly, it wasn't cuz they hadn't started up again. Really. It started up I think in December. But um I, uh, and that, and there really were, there'd be like protests and people would be like sent, I mean, there was, it was one day when a bus was just set on fire and there was like rock thrown and the stage was Oof. destroyed and 50 men were sent to a hospital. And I was like, wa- that was like one of my most peaceful days cause it was on a Sunday and, oh, and all the stores were closed yeah. and I had found like the kind of like Williamsburg neighborhood. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I remember being like, this is such a nice day. So it was very easy to avoid it, at least when I was there. And it was like the most. It was an amazing city. I loved it. And by the know. end, the only I'd been worried because um, they were just like they're gonna harass you if you're a girl, and like they they did kind of. But by the end, I was like, I'm a New Yorker. Screw this. And I was like yelling back at them, and they were. Like, and then if you yell at like if a guy's like kind of cat calling you, they get like really shy when, if you have if you to respond. Say something. And in and in general, it was like this. It was just like the most. It was. Like, I found that was not, that was actually like a small thing. And actually it's a super, super polite hmm. city. Like That's I found so interesting, it, Yeah. And that, so I felt like that I was misled. The cab drivers were a total pain. They were the ones that were really driving me crazy. Cause they don't want to like, they like, there's a meter thing and like, they don't want to do that. So that was the big pain. But otherwise I, I loved it. It was like That's the most, it hear. was super exciting, uh, live, yeah. awesome city. And I, when I was there, I, um, I sublet my apartment sometimes and I do subletters from Australia like that April. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, I ran into the girl sublet, this Australian girl who had sublet my apartment and she and ran the, into, ran into. Wow. And she and her boyfriend had just like broke, had gone to Cairo after my apartment broken up. And she and I had like a before midnight. Night. <laughs> like we like, we're like, it was so great. And I totally just, Australians, That's they like are magical. everywhere. Oh my God. They're Agreed. so mellow and worldly. Uh, and she
0: was so I'm like, so inspired by like the sort of effortless ambition they, that hey, they have, or, not just about work, but just about life. Like, oh, I wanted to learn how to fly a plane, so I just did.
1: She, they really right? were. I mean, it was crazy. She was... Because her, her boyfriend was a news anchor, and they were like, we'll go to Cairo. And she was like, I just stayed. He left. I stayed. I'm learning Arabic. And she was just like... She was so cute. And she, she, was, she had her ex-boyfriend's... Uh, pants that she wore because she was like that height that she could do it and she like she was like I just wear these every day. But she looked great. Yeah. And her hair was like perfectly curly and she was just she's like, I'm just gonna stay here for until I decide not to stay here. Yeah. And we, it was oh the best. Australians,
0: but, I'm telling you, I agree. I but it was oh, a so, good visit. Yeah. So what's your third? What's your what's your third? Um
1: I wanna go to um South America.
0: Chile, Peru, Peru. Great. Oh, the, that's my phone. Oh that's you. Um, okay. Um all right, I'm just going to do a couple more of these so I can get oh, you out and on yeah, your so way if ch- you need to. Tokyo. Oh, yeah, Tokyo, cha- change one of these? I guess
1: change, get rid of South-
0: um, But you've already been to Cairo, so that's yeah, tricky. To- yeah, yeah Tokyo, to- I know, I'm dying to go to Tokyo. Cairo's not
1: going to be
0: around for much longer. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going old school on this because you just said Tokyo and that made yeah. me think about how much we all enjoy sushi. Uh, wh- three foods could be a very specific meal or it could be just like pizza, but three things that you wish you could just have whenever you whenever you wanted it. The like the special that burrito had. that blah, 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 or like, yeah, or, or something that doesn't exist that you sort of wish did.
1: I'm really into that meal that um, James Gandolfini made, jean Louise Dreyfus, and Enough said... I haven't See seen it said. yet, but I love you Nicole. Cook one meal. And it's like I think it's is it linguine maybe it's pasta. Okay, all right. You know, Catherine Keener bitches about it, but um, I want that enough. I mean, I really, said dinner. Then, like, yeah, great. And then, well, now I'm just gonna do it because then Love it also it. the spaghetti that Meryl Streep has. The I think it's in um. um defending your life remember when she can oh eat
0: my god don't get me started <laughs> on that she's so adorable and he's mm. so bewitched by her and her eating of spaghetti i know and it looks so delicious and then the waiter brings him nine pies yeah i know and i didn't know that that was oh before we were be eating bread like i feel like right I the back, pasta thing i yeah. felt the exact same way i remember thinking at the time like what's the big deal you can eat as much pasta as you want yeah. what is the problem here I have no idea. oh my god totally spaghetti and defending your life I don't know how you're going to top that for me personally. <laughs> as, you, like, as, as, oh, my God. It's so good. good oh, God. Okay. Um, Love it. A meal.
1: Then, let's see. I'm trying to think of the best. Then I can just. I like trying to think of the best place I
0: had like Thai or something. Does that have to be a specific place mm. or whatever? If you just want to be able to have like the best Thai food. What do you love getting when you get Thai food? Well,
1: I was going to say, like, I like, well, then I, then it's like Pad Thai. Pad thai I know, I, I love like, it. But then it's like... Plus, the <laughs> <of> variations <laughs> but, on a theme. I, I, yeah. But Pad Thai is so good.
0: You know, it's so good. I'm putting it on there.
1: I know how to make Pad Thai, and I realize that actually, oh, so that's good. one of the few things I can
0: make, and it, it is... And there's a lot of flavors in there.
1: Yeah, but it turns out, like, I'm not a good cook, and actually my Pad Thai turns out to taste like the good Pad Thai. I and love so and it. And it
0: makes me think that it's not as hard as we think oh, it is. Man. But yeah, I do love Pad Thai, so I'm just kind of... Well, okay, yeah. let me ask this yeah. Now, this is a classic MASH question. It's the romance. Mm -hmm. Three celebrities, living or dead, of any era, could be like young Robert Redford and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, that you are, this is someone that you're going to be going on one of these trips with.
1: Peter Falk. Couldn't he be fun to go with? Love. Love. (laughs) He's so fun. Um celebrities like they're, they're, well, like they're just, characters or there could be
0: characters could be celebrities yeah could be like a person inside of a thing could be a character from a book could be like you just want to go with Paul Reiser when he is one of the my two dads I <laughs> want to go. With
1: <laughs> be Hall really, Hall really Hall. shocked if you picked that I want to go with Peter Falk though mm-hmm. oh, I didn't
0: turn it off. On. that's okay it's okay Peter Falk I saw him in LA once um uh ordering ice cream at ben and jerry's and i got super starstruck yeah. he had like a a denim shirt on that was embroidered with uh, an american like a huge eagle like a bald eagle it was amazing really yeah that's i'm trying to remember sighting. what ice cream he got was, do you think he had alzheimer's when you saw him um i don't know but he ate more than one i'd rather you didn't step on the yeah. computer or pop up that's <laughs> well, all right one of um, he doesn't like me using too much technology i uh yeah no it's smart very smart um, yeah, he, he got one cone. He got one scoop, ate it, and then went in and got another scoop. And I just thought that was the most adorable thing ever. Like, sat mm-hmm. quietly, enjoyed a scoop of ice cream, and then made the internal decision. Like, <laughs> I want another one of those. Yeah, it was earned great. I deserve it. I've deserved, I've, it was great. Um. Okay, Peter Falk.
1: Yeah. Because we're going on trips together. We're traveling together, mm-hmm, right? Yeah, traveling. I think it might have to be, it's going to I have to make it? I really like. I really like um, what Dustin Hoffman's been saying lately with the things that are floating around. Like when he's like the toots. Like I, he seems like he'd be really. Because he's also very sensitive about women. Couldn't love him more. Yeah,
0: so he'd be very. Couldn't love it more. Exactly. Went and saw, I don't know why I have a personal anecdote about all these people, but went and saw uh, uh, Tootsie at um, AFI. Did a hunt, you know, they do a hundred years of movie screening. They used to anyway at the Arclight. And there, there's this one magical night where like every theater has an old classic movie playing in it. Yeah. And there's someone from that movie introducing it. And it's all happening simultaneously. So it's really a Sophie's choice of like, what am I going to go see? Am I going to go see Steve Martin intro this? Am I going to see this and this? And I. I'm proud to say without hesitation, even though there was a bunch of great stuff happening was like Tootsie Dustin Hoffman in got my tickets ASAP. Uh, he gave like a 40, it was supposed to be like a five minute intro. He ended up doing like 40 minutes just talking about making the movie and all the amazing people in it and stuff. It was like the smartest choice I've ever made. Couldn't have been more in love well, with him when I'm it was over. Come on. There's nothing. Come on.
1: I mean, yeah, P- perfect. Yeah, it was a cry? perfect night. Did he cry? Like he
0: did not. Yeah, I think I got a little choked up. I love him. Oh yeah. He's amazing. No, this is a great choice.
1: Um, you, this could be like girl or guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. see I wish it was not because then I wouldn't um let's see
0: I mean I guess I said romance at you the beginning romance. so it is sort so, of romantic yeah, so traveling romance
1: um so yeah Dustin Hoffman Peter Falk and
0: I know it's hard to top Dustin Hoffman
1: well he's so he's so he's so great He'd be so calm. Because remember that yeah. I Huckabee's clip when he, when, when,
0: Oh yeah. Light, yeah. He telling her to, like, He's such a calm, calm energy.
1: I know. He once ordered back when this American life had tapes before like pod everything. I remember him calling up and ordering every episode <sighs> but on cassette still. Oh, I love so it. I like to think that he would at least, I don't know if I was on then, but we'd have a little something to talk. We have something to talk about. You know what? I'm I hundred percent guarantee. Yeah. I
0: see this meeting actually happening at some point. <sighs> I feel that you and Dustin Hoffman will be in a room together.
1: Well, he did have those,
0: um, those tapes that yeah. he could have stopped. He could have, been no, I, I've, um, I, there's no reason to stop listening. Once you love this American life, you're in.
1: Yeah, but you go in waves. I know it. I'm realistic.
0: The, if I get the opportunity to meet him before you do, I'm going to bust out. Do you know who Starly Kind is? ASAP. Like I will ask him immediately. Don't and make you know, feeling
1: him, I mean, don't make him feel
0: like on, put on the oh, spot. I'm going to put him on the spot. I'm going to make him cry.
1: Um, he, he can just know the show. I really feel like if he listened to, if he got all those tapes back then, he might have overdosed.
0: No. Mm-mm. Unless he gave him his gifts. No. Cassettes. If I said, like the like the one that's probably sticks out the most in terms of like, it, in the context of the episodes himself. If I was like, remember the person who talked to Phil Collins? He's going to be like, oh, I love that story. Like it's safe. a given.
1: He might have been like making a movie during that, during nope, that time. I won't accept it. Um, he is wonderful. Third person, celebrity, romance, maybe. I'm trying not to just base on them being like cute or something.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ella, Peter, um,
1: might be like Frank Cranston right now. I mean, that's because, a, like, I would, first I think,
0: of all, he's amazing and he's a great guy. And he's funny. Yeah. I think I might do. Love Runny it. Ganston. Could not support that more. And he's
1: got this really great story. I read, not the New Yorker profile, but just like talk of the town about how, about this like, this guy falling off a, this guy killing himself in front of him and. Oh, wow. But it's, it's, dip. he thought he was cradling this guy cause he saw him on the street and he thought he was, um, had been hit by a car, but then turned out the guy had jumped on and he purpose. was kind of like, what?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. What agreement are you making when yeah. you realize that somebody's done it on their yeah. own? Oh, that's really interesting. I gotta read York, that.
1: And he wandered into the New York Marathon accidentally, the end. Yeah. Like, it was ending, and he was walking to the park, and then he was like, oh, my God, life is great. I can do this. And then he, like, trained for the marathon the next year. That's but, so interesting. I'm, I'm getting it on. But, yeah, I think it would have to be him. Comedy, drama, you know, there'd be a lot, too.
0: I guess the skills thing, I was going to say that you have like three new skills yeah i'm gonna say three new skills and i don't oh. care i put no parameters on those so uh it could be like things that no one can do like fly or read minds i, I know you wouldn't want to read minds um or it can I've be something more from. along the lines of like you know i know you said you wish cooking could be easier gift making but it could be something that you have no skill at whatsoever Easy. that'd be frilly, great
1: singing is singing a skill singing absolutely make, yeah music any all yeah. music every um that definitely singing what about like do you want to be able to play an instrument um well i could i guess learn how to play an instrument and i can't learn how to sing but this is like tomorrow you're good at it singing great definitely got it because that's the magical that's a superpower that i don't understand. how people have yeah um i would like to know how to play an instrument tomorrow be good at it yeah it feels like it goes um, well, if it's tomorrow, though, I think I'd like to be good at, um, um, a sport would be good to be good at. Yeah, why not? Yeah. What would I not, what's like farther away that's not, that seems unattainable? Like, like, I guess like a, like gymnastics would be good. Oh, to be good at. yeah. Lot of Are you kidding me? Like, absolutely.
0: Yep. Yep. I love the circumstances in which that comes into play too. Like you're just at the park having a picnic with some friends and you bust out like yeah. a million, a million moves.
1: Yeah. That seems like a
0: very, very valuable thing. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, and Dan, I guess like, yeah, like Dan ballet would be nice. Great. Yeah. Those are all beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay, you, uh, in addition to doing everything you do now, you also are one of those people like, you know, Jennifer Lopez has her restaurant or Quentin Tarantino has his Korean restaurant that he has invested in. You have, there's a storefront uh-huh. here in New York um, uh, and, and it's and it's a type of store that you are, it's like, this is Starly Kind of store. She doesn't yeah. have to run it, yeah. but you own it and you sort of made it available to the world. Yeah. Give me... Um, Three types of like place could be a restaurant, could be a knittery, knittery yes. um, and then like where in, in Manhattan they're located.
1: Not gonna be a restaurant or okay. a knittery because there too many restaurants. Mm-hmm. There I are a lot of many, restaurants. Just want to open a restaurant. Uh huh. I don't want to open a knittery. Um, it'd be like a place that people come in and get things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it'd be nice if it could be. Um, be nice if it could be like a. I would like a home goods place, mm-hmm. but one that wasn't obnoxious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would like it to be a way that um, has like I would like it to be filled with really all the Gilmore
0: Girl house kind of. Blankets. I was about to ask you like <laughs> so basically if it's like you can walk into yeah. the Gilmore Girl's house everything and buy everything in that house for
1: sale, but reasonably priced. Great, right. like not. I would like it to feel like you see I want it to, but I want it to have like a the vibe where I want you to feel not like you're not getting ripped off not only with money but also like not like you've discovered the store that has everything picked out for you already that's yeah. a problem yeah I do want it every single thing from the Gilmore House <laughs> cabinet, <laughs> but I don't want it to feel like we've selected this until you have no taste of your own yeah and so, like, and yeah. So maybe in the store there will be secret places that mm-hmm. you have to find it. So it still will feel like a thrift store discovering oh, thing. Love it. And and maybe there will be racks of like decoy things.
0: Mm-hmm. So You mm-hmm. still have to like <laughs>
1: sort through it. And it still, still feels like you
0: discovered something. Yeah. I totally and understand.
1: It and it's not going to rip people off.
0: Got it. I have like an endowment or something. From Got it. Yeah. Okay, so that's but one it's
1: in. Yeah, where do you put that store? I know, because everything's so noxious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? We don't have to do a location. Murray Hill. Murray Hill? Yeah. Right. Be in Murray Hill. Okay. Second one.
1: Well, I think it'd be a good place to go in and learn. I would like there to be a place where you could go in and learn a skill. Great. Not like lumberjacking or air right. making, not hipster stuff. Yeah. Like, it would ha- like, I would like it to be a thing where you could learn, also reasonably priced, mm-hmm. Um. And you could go in, well, okay, this is actually something I've thought about. This is actually what I want. So I've, I've thought about actually making this as a real thing. Yeah, um, It's called the memory bank. And it's where lonely people can go and they can de- deposit their memories that they can't, they don't have anyone to come home to deposit it to. <sighs> but it just holds them for you because there's hope. You're going to get out of it. And yeah. you have to do it a lot che- of, uh, instead of a credit check, you have to fill out a loneliness check. And if you're not lonely, you don't qualify. So you get kicked out. So all these people with like kids and marriage and all that who are used to like feeling all smug, they're, they're rejected. And then only the lonely people. And it could be like the memory widows, bank. It could be like people who haven't come out of the closet yet. Who, yeah. Like, are, and it could be like awkward kids who yeah. didn't, haven't discovered yet that there's like art kids out there and stuff. Yeah. Haven't gone to Oberlin yet. And so then, um, so then you go there and then they hold it. Maybe the tellers are old people because they're, they're the ones who are used to being, no one listens to them. And so then, and then they take the memories and then what they do with the memories also, there's like an outsourcing thing. So while they're holding them, they get sent to other, like if like a single mom, like who's pregnant, gets like, her memories of being pregnant, then it gets sent to, like, an orphan who, like, has memories of having a mom.
0: Why but is this not a, a novel and also a movie? <laughs> I know.
1: I've tried lots. I mean, there's lots okay. of... I have many ideas for... I want it to be, like, a real place that people could actually go to. I get it. I know. So oh, my God, bank.
0: that's amazing.
1: So that'd be a good place, right? It's so
0: interesting. I, I, I'm i going to say this quickly, and then we really... And the, oh, this was oh, okay. the last category, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. But um, But I'm interested because I feel like You would totally disagree with this, but this, to me, the way this particular MASH game has gone (laughs) is it feels like your first choice is like you're warming up into the topic choice. (laughs) Your second choice is killer and your third choice is good, (laughs) right? Doesn't it kind of feel like that? I'm looking through all of these and I'm like, God, these middle ones are like (laughs) amazing. You know, that's
1: that's a trick of if you do jobs like I've done. They say the trick of like, if you were like an ad or something, and you work for someone else, and you have to give them options, you give them like three options, because the whole trick is to make them feel like they have to feel like they have a choice. Yes. This ego's on the line. Yes. And so you give them like two okay ones and an amazing one, but it's embedded, so that when they choose it, they feel like they, f- it's kind of like finding the good thing in the first. Oh my God, I love that. I didn't I mean love to be that. doing that, but I feel like I'm following the yeah. model. yeah. So the pressure. So off yeah, so we one. did. Yeah, it's pressure super off. <laughs> this is hands. just your third storefront. Yeah. Oh,
0: where is the memory bank? Oh, that's a good question.
1: It has to be around. It can't be around just rich people. It no. has to be. Yeah. Um, but everything is good. Um. um but yeah, because I also want it to be a place where people can walk in off the street. Yeah. I want it to be on like. I
0: don't know, like Hell's Kitchen or something. Yeah,
1: but isn't Hell's Kitchen? Where is Hell's Kitchen though? Hell's isn't Hell's Kitchen in in the West Side?
0: I think so. Health
1: Kitchen, all f- it, 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 maybe it fancified. Like, it's like I guess I still think of it as being like that, more. Right? Yeah, I guess I think of as it Hell's as ki- being. I'm not getting it. Wrong. Um, I feel like that Coyote Ugly and like Rich and. Okay. That's, yeah, but um, it's okay. You. It must you be thinking hell- of old school. Health Kitchen was talking about Health Kitchen. at right. <laughs> A different time.
0: Um.
1: No, I want it to be on like. I mean. I, I mean, let's see. I mean, I want it to be on like 80th Street, mm-hmm. and second avenue like right. that kind of area
0: great okay and what's your third uh storefront i hope there's not too many rich people over there upper east side
1: <laughs> Shoot. it might be a little higher it might be a little higher because it can't just be rich people but i like the just old people there mm-hmm. and i like to just people mm-hmm. yeah well, a little higher um like 89th yeah eighty nine. great um my third storefront what place involves? I mean, it'd be like great if I could just if there could be a plate. But I don't want this to be like a precious thing. I mean, it would be a great if I could, if there could be a storefront that just allows my dog to be a shop dog because mm-hmm. he really loves being a mm-hmm. shop dog. And I'm never going to give him a shop, mm-hmm. so if I could just open a store mm-hmm. that has employees. Mm-hmm. This is such like I mean, this is what rich people should be doing with their money. Why rich people do not do this stuff is amazing to me. So if I could just open a store that really does sell nothing. Or, he would, he would he wouldn't like if you have to like, have the illusion of busyness because he's no he doesn't like to be condescended to. Like he likes the real sense to do. But if I could just employ people To like work at this thing That I could just drop him off sometimes mm-hmm. I mean I don't need like a dog walker or anything I spend time with him But just for
0: his sense of purpose Yeah Maybe it's like a It's, it's almost like a It's open to the public But it's just like A bunch of independent people Who wanted someplace to come to work like, well, an all, you know what I mean? Sense who are purpose. just like somebody is right. like this graphic designer is doing their business over here at their desk. And somebody else is like, they're, they're designing some clothes over here and they've got like a d- doll makers dummy and everyone's busy and bustling. And you can come in and like, you can be serviced by those people kind of, but yeah. ultimately it's just a place where there's a lot of activity. It's on the street. And Oh Papa is like a part of that mix. Yeah,
1: Or they could be for people who are freelance artists. Yeah. Who know, but who oh. are tired of it's cause it sucks. To like have to be always creating, and often like when I walk by a bank, I don't like banks, but I like like I get so jealous of tellers because I feel like they're so. There's, it just seems so worked out and they're so good at what they do and their nails always look great mm-hmm. and they're like, there's a lot of clicking. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, <laughs> if there's people who just want to take a break from being an artist mm-hmm. um, and then they just go and they get into some like something um, meaningless. Great. And not, I mean, not the banker's lives are meaningless, but I mean, not teller's life. Banker's lives are meaningless. Teller's lives have meaning. But I feel like, they can go and just do something that they can check out for a few yep. hours. Great. So they get to have that, and then he also gets to have it. thing. Great.
0: That's a great yeah. answer. It's a great answer. Okay, tell me when to stop. Okay. Now. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, I'm pausing this. Okay. I'm tallying, and I'm coming back with your future. Okay. Okay, okay there's some highs and some lows. You knew immediately when I crossed off Dustin Hoffman because I was so sad. You knew you lost him and you were right. You did lose him, but...
1: Yeah, you got Peter Falk. Oh, that's good. First
0: choice. That's a great choice. He's a really, he's, uh, I,
1: I, I actually think he's a real life angel. Oh like, my I think God. He's I don't disagree. In desire.
0: I do not disagree with that at all. Uh, so congratulations yeah, on shouldn't that. Be it's, lost. it's, it's shouldn't a, be yeah, it's not, it's not like yeah. a second, but I did fiddle. feel,
1: I wasn't ready to lose Dustin Hoffman. I know, I, I, I,
0: I know. Had, we I, spent a lot yeah. of time really just waxing rhapsodic on him. Yeah. Um, but so Peter Falk and you will be going to Tokyo Nice. Very cool. He
1: probably knows that's, that's a good person to bring to there.
0: Uh, I think you're going to have a great time. I, I I don't know if he was a fan from way back when uh, when you were on Punky Brewster. <laughs> oh, but you certainly were on it. You certainly that's were on it. That is very, undeniable. Very undeniable. Um, uh, and I don't know. I can't remember how much singing took place on oh, Punky Brewster, but know too that you were a fine, fine singer. Really, a very good singer. <sighs> So congratulations on that as well. Uh, I want to congratulate you also on, uh, now it is an apartment version, possibly because you live here in New York, but you have the apartment version of the while you were sleeping house, which is filled with such great energy, (laughs) such great energy. It's like comforting, silly, happy, whimsical energy, but it's still grounded in like, we're a family. God yeah, damn it. I need a family. So and that, we love yeah. each other. You know what yeah. I mean? So gra- I'm so glad that you ended up I with really, that. That is my yeah. personal favorite yeah. of those three. So I'm glad that worked out. Um, perhaps you guys all sit down and eat some delicious pad Thai together whenever you want. We do know that cooking is easier for you oh. and that you're good at pad Thai, which happens to be the food that you pick. I knew writing would never so- get easier for me. No, there was no scenario. <laughs> well, cooking is a gonna- breeze. Yeah. Cooking is a breeze. So, um, I think I've covered everything except for, and this is very, very exciting. You've created the memory bank. And it's a you real know, place. That's amazing. I've people been trying can go. to go
1: for a long time.
0: Well, this is all you needed was just a mash game to make it real. What if that were true? Over on oh. might be. Over on like that area. 89th and second. If not higher. If not high, you could always we could always shift it. If you get over there, and I'm sure that's your next stop yeah. is straight over there to see if you made the right decision about signs. the neighborhood.
1: monocles and like yeah, and no canes, Rich yeah. diamond-studded, <laughs> diamond-top canes, and then I'm just like, then it's got to be yeah. somewhere else. Aluminum canes, fine. It's got to be somewhere else. Um, that's exciting. I feel like I have been trying to create the memory bank for a long time, and so if all signs are pointing towards
0: it, yeah, that is 100. This yeah. is this is listen. This is fortune telling at its best. I'm very, very um,
1: discouraged too. So.
0: Well, that would have been enough <laughs> not this time. Not this time. You don't even have a choice. Yeah, you can't get discouraged I didn't get the of spaghetti you didn't you got your pad thai, but that no. just I'll all I'll, I could talk about that movie till the cows no. Came well, the do I did remember that um, it's not that he's bewitched by her in that moment He's embarrassed by her because his opposing counsel is sitting over there and he's oh, like yeah. embarrassed that the noodle is so long no. So it's not his finest moment in that movie, but no. as a character Um I thank you so much for doing the podcast. It's been a blast. Um, I'm such a fan. So it was, it was really, really exciting that, uh, that you did it. And, um, I'm going to go off and have a day in New York while I'm here. That's and I, I feel you will be doing the same because you must yeah. you live here. <laughs> I have no choice. <laughs> Anything you want to say uh, to the folks before we say goodbye? Uh, no, I think it's, it's I been said. It's See you at the memory bank, everybody.
1: Oh, yeah, they should. Yes.
0: Okay. Only the lonely people. Though. Only the lonely. Listen, only the lonely people. All right, guys, thanks for listening.